Welcome to another great episode of the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. These shows are unedited, uncensored, and unbelievably good. I would love it if you joined us on Instagram when we go live with awesome guests and great topics. Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on the live shows tab on my profile. I hope to see you there. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. Today is going to be such an awesome day and such a great show because we are talking about diabetes, which honestly, I know nothing about. So it's great because I'll be asking questions because I know nothing about it. So uh, our guest today is Melissa Slimp. She has lived with type 1 diabetes for 40 years and survived diabetic retinopathy, menopause, oh, I hear you, sister, and an empty nest. Yep. Uh, After 20-plus years of corporate stress, she left her 9-to-5 career to study a diabetic, holistic approach to better manage her diabetes. Melissa now coaches midlife women with diabetes to provide them with inspiration, tactical solutions, and hope for healing. Everyone, let's welcome Melissa Slimp to the stage, and everyone that's joined, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing, my dear? I'm doing amazing. Yeah. I was telling you before we went live that I think it's so great what you're doing and bringing awareness and bringing hope um, and healing for those that need it. So tell us, I know I read your bio, but tell us a little bit more about why you do what you do. Oh, gosh, it's a great question. You know, 40 years, like you mentioned. Um, so I was 14 when I was diagnosed. Wow. And 1982, we didn't even have all of this going on. We didn't mm-hmm. have computers, didn't exist. So there wasn't a lot of information, was there? So I was, I, you know, I felt pretty pretty alone, pretty isolated, didn't know anybody else with the disease. Mm. So I grew up in that sense of feeling alone and not supported. Um, so fast forward, I you know, went to school, did my, you know, I studied business, went into the mm-hmm. court, did that for 20 plus years. And, but my love was always taking care of myself and mm. fitness, eating well. And I've continued to learn as the years go on. So, and you know, when you smile about what you're, obviously I live it. And right, I, right, right. I've gone through the struggles. I know how hard it is. So I know that there's a need and there's, a, there's women, people, and most women, but I definitely coach men as well that need the support. They get right. that, somebody that gets it. That right. Knows. And it's not just testing the blood sugar and eating the right foods. Not everybody can relate to unless you've experienced it yourself. So. Yeah, so type one is autoimmune is autoimmune disease, correct? Absolutely. And like yes. you were saying, you have to almost become your pancreas, right? Yes, most okay. definitely. Yes. And then type two. Type two, um, and it's the beginning stages are pre-diabetic, and that's when the doctors mm-hmm. should be noticing that your flat fasting blood mm-hmm. glucose is creeping up. And that's obviously definitely something to be talking with your doctor about. Um and that is lifestyle driven. Um, okay. So, and it's, you know, blood sugar, the ability to manage our blood sugar is tough. I mean, it's hard enough when you have to do it with your, you know, when you have to inject insulin yourself. Right. But, 
you know, the things are society, stress. I mean, I could do a whole podcast just on stress, how the cortisol, <laughs> the, you know, the cortisol and that stress hormone, it just, and you know, we're living almost in a state of chronic stress, many of us. So, yes. you know, so that is, I think, affecting those diagnosis. Um, and mm. then the stress is leading to poor eating habits, not moving the body. And again, when you mm-hmm. wrap all that up into a bubble, it, it becomes insulin resistance, which means okay. that your blood sugar is rising and the body can't um, take care of it itself. So that is when oral meds come in. Sometimes mm. um, people with type 2 have to go on insulin. So again, that's something that you work out with your... But I, as a coach, that is what mm-hmm. I do. So the, um, the lifestyle and the diet mm. and all of those things that I practice myself and coach definitely apply and can um, benefit both type one and type two. So the rule okay. still applies. So you can get, you can get type two and it can turn into type one. No, no, no. But you can get no. type two and it can go away. Yes, it can. Okay. It can be it treated can. with lifestyle and food. And again, it's so individual, you know, there's okay. not a one size fits all for anything in life. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the truth. Yeah, and then and then type one though, once you've been diagnosed with it, you have it, you're with it for life. Right. We are wow. still waiting for a cure, you know, and they're they're definitely working hard at that. So we'll see. Maybe one day, you know, there's yeah, there's, panc- there's pancreas transplants that I know the Mayo Clinic is doing. I've I've mm-hmm. um, contributed to some of their um, workshops talking about that, and you know, yeah, there's definitely some things in the works. So. And yeah. can you, are, are you born with type one? Oh, uh, you can be. I mean, okay. you can definitely get diagnosed at an early age. There's definitely, mm-hmm. babe, you know, there's definitely infants getting diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's, it, it's a viral, a viral response, mm-hmm. um, different things happening um, that trigger the body to, you know, to respond this way. And then, right. and, and, it, and, you know, with autoimmune, there's many different types of autoimmune, you know, mm-hmm. there's, um, all, um, Alzheimer's, um, um, mm-hmm. um, um, I'm sorry. Um, MS is a autoimmune. Um, yes. Um, arthritis is an autoimmune. Yeah. Again, it's, it's examples. And, you know, of course, thyroid and, um, yeah. and sensitivities. So it's, it's just amazing. It's, it's, it's the state we're putting our body in. The stress mm-hmm. is just magnifying things. And so the body's just, you know, it, it's got to fight to protect itself. And in the process, it can actually destroy systems that need right. to work. So, yeah, exactly. So it's like the body attacking itself. Mm-hmm. So when you got diagnosed at 14, did you have a lot of symptoms leading up to it? And that's how you ended up getting diagnosed? Yes, definitely. There are telltale signs. Um, at the time, we didn't know it. So, um, and it's, it's excessive thirst, you know, because that's mm. the kidneys. That's the kidneys job of, um, you know, um, extreting, trying to excrete that right. um, sugar um, in the urine. And so it's constant thirst, losing weight. Um, you know, it's a little different for everybody as far as the extremes, but those are the, you know, the number one signs that most everybody diagnosed experiences and, um, yes, having to urinate a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Cause you're drinking and yeah, exactly. So when you get diagnosed, well, here you are a teenager and then were you having to do the injection injections when you were a teenager? 
Oh, yes, definitely. Since day one. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And then, so what have you found really helps you with managing it besides, I mean, you have to do the injections, right? No matter what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what, yeah. what else have you done to help with, with managing the diabetes? Yes. And, you know, I always say, you know, the mechanical things, you know, obviously what we eat, movement, all of that mm-hmm. um, helps support a healthy blood sugar balance. Mm-hmm. Um, mindset, I really feel mindset and just starting, you know, just having that acceptance that this is what it is. This is what I have to deal with. Um, right. And just letting go of over trying to over control it. Cause guess what? Mm-hmm. We're not ever going to control it perfectly. We're going right. to get up every day and do the best we can use the resources that we have available to us. You know, we have some amazing tools nowadays, the different types mm-hmm. of insulins and insulin pumps and CGMs, the continuous glucose monitors, which are just mm-hmm. amazing yeah. You know, to be able to have that instant um, information in order to better deal with what you have to do as far as eating and um, so forth. So, yeah. Yeah. I've even heard that they have, don't they have like a thing where you put on your arm and then it, it, it has an app and it just, you just, yes. it and it's like, yes. it tells you exactly. That's, so that's what I wear. Cool. That's what I wear. Yeah. Yes. There's a few different companies making those right now. So yeah. And just going back to what you were saying, I would think that, you know, to not get stressed about it, just embrace it. It is what it is because obviously if you get stressed about it, that's going to cause more autoimmune. And I think someone even mentioned earlier, going back on the the comments, someone said Mm -hmm. that, you know, you get one autoimmune disease and it can lead to another and to another. Absolutely. Stress. Yeah. That can create so much autoimmunity. Yep. Yeah. It just feeds it. So what do you do to, were you always like, okay, yeah, 14 years old. Okay, cool. I've got diabetes or, or did you go through, no. yeah. Did you go no. through phases of stress? I think early on I was in denial. Um, yeah. again, it was lack of education. We really mm-hmm. didn't understand. We just, you know, we, you know, meaning my parents, you know, living at home, we just thought, okay, I take a shot. I eat what I want. I was pretty active yeah. as a kid. So I, you know, it, um, but then fast forward, because I know you mentioned this before, um, I wasn't checking. I, w- I didn't even have a glucometer when I was a teenager. Oh. So I wasn't checking my blood sugar. Mm. So I thought what I was doing and what I was dosing was working. And then after 10 years, when I was just 25 is when the diabetic retinopathy, which is, um, it's a complication that is from mm. poorly controlled blood sugar. Ah. So that was my wake up call. I and was going to ask you, cause I read yeah. that in your bios, like what is diabetic retinopathy? Yes. And that is the, that is the blood vessels behind the eye. So in the retina. And um. again, we, we need healthy, um, blood, uh, blood flowing vessels. Uh-huh. Um, and what in high blood sugar, and it can do it to different parts of the body. Um, neuropathy is another common one, mm-hmm. um, where the, you know, it, it's deadening, deadening the nerves and it's yep. causing this injury basically to the eyes. So they leak. So they leaked blood. Uh-huh. Um, so I was seeing uh-huh. spots and oh, lots of blood for many mm-hmm. years. It, it took a while for that to clear up, but it did. I was thankful to get eye surgery. So they had laser mm-hmm. eye surgery that sealed up those vessels. Interesting. And then, yeah. And then guess what I did immediately after all this was going on? I said, I got that glucometer out, didn't I? Because I yeah. was told that I, I could go blind, straighten up wow. or. 
Yeah. So <laughs> if that's not a if that's not a reason to be mindful yeah. as far as you know what my care was and what I was doing, yeah, it sure was. Yeah, with all the advancement that they have now, it's great because you are yeah. able to really manage it better. And everything manage that you're it. teaching, you're I mean, you're you are saving lives because think about if no one knew that to, to yeah. check. So how Absolutely. often do you need to check your your sugar? Well, I have I have one or of those glucose. continuous. Yeah, I have a continuous okay. glucose monitor. Um, I wear the Dexcom, so I'll go ahead and throw the, the brand out there. I know they're active mm-hmm. here on the site. Yeah. And love it, love it. So, and it, it's it's a sensor that lasts 10 days. Um, I just switched mm-hmm. mine out yesterday. I, I usually wear mine on the arm. I have a shirt on right now, so you can't quite mm-hmm. see it. And <laughs> and they have pretty little patches on them. So I have fun right. decorating them because you might as well. <laughs> exactly. Right? Make the best of it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> So I'm, and I look at it whenever I need to. So yes, the app is on the phone. Um, you can also have a receiver that co- that comes with the system so you can carry that around as well. So, so then when it gets low, is that a sign like, okay, you either, what do you do if it gets low or if it gets yes. too high, right? Great questions. Yeah. Okay. Low means, low means you need sugar, right? So okay. if you have low sugar, then you need to eat something that's going to bring it up to a safer range. And that's the mm-hmm. tricky part, as we all know, living with type 1. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I always try to follow the 15-15 rule, which is 15 grams of carbs, wait 15 minutes, because it does take a little bit of time for it to come up. Yes. And again, a normal range is between 80 and 120. So that's milligrams per deciliter. That's the way we measure it here in, um, in the States. And, and if it's high, which is frustrating as we all know, and it can lead to some damage to our cells. Um, That is when you need insulin. Um, And there's a couple different ways. Again, it's very individual. The situation is individual. It depends on what time of day it is. Mm -hmm. Um, It depends on if maybe you just got done working out and maybe you had a cortisol spike based on the intensity of your workout, because that will happen. That'll bump you up a little bit. So Mm -hmm. it's just, it's, again, it's very specific to who we are um, as individuals with diabetes, as far as how we treat it and how we kind of react to, um, you know, the highs and the lows. This might be a really silly question, but (laughs) but even like with stress, you know, stress can be brought on just with your thoughts, thoughts become things It feeds into your emotions and then into your body. Yeah. So if you're in, let's say you're undergoing a lot of stress right now, does that affect your glucose levels? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. Oh, that was a good um, question. Yes, <laughs> it definitely does. And, you know, it's scary to think of, you know, and I mentioned this before, which is the type twos that are type two diabetics that might just, just, I'm just rearranging myself here that might be, um, <laughs> you know, getting the diagnosis, but they're not understanding what's leading to it. Um, and it's, and it's hard to, you know, we, we, we just got to find practices to calm ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, meditation, Mm -hmm. you know, just sitting quietly. Yeah. All those things. Um, breathing. (laughs) I know the, the, the thing we all have available to us, most of us, you know, that's attainable that we, 
and, you know, I don't know if you've ever done this where I'm just, I'll be working, working on a project. And then you can, you can catch yourself yes. where it's like, you're not breathing. It's like, you're I almost know. holding your breath <laughs> and it's like, what the heck? But it just goes I to show you how intense, yeah. Goes to show you how intense we are working on a project, which is a good time yeah. to get up and take a break. Right. So, right. yeah, there's so many practices and this is a lot of things that I teach in my coaching. Um, and again, it's just so individual depending on the person, their routine, where their they bodies. are during the day. Yeah. yeah. So yes. many factors. And I, yeah. I'm sure that could be frustrating for people that it, when they're just trying to get to manage it yeah. and it's all over the place. Yeah. Oh, it sure is. That, that can be just a downward spiral if, um, mm-hmm. and again, it's, and it's important to have some support and, you know, right. to understand, um, yeah, but, yeah, but you've got to learn your body first, right? Um, yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's key. I mean, for all of us, but especially if someone has diabetes, it really is becoming very in tune and very mindful of your body yeah. so that, I mean, cause I feel like, and kind of going back to even when we realize we're not breathing, you know, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, right. I'm here holding my breath. Um, <laughs> and that's one thing I've learned about when I started doing yoga, I learned more about tapping into my body and listening. And cause I feel like our bodies will tell us when something is wrong, mm-hmm. but sometimes Absolutely. either a, we don't want to hear it or we're so busy that we can't hear it. So right. we just keep going and going and going. And then months go by, years go by and we're like, oh my God. And then you wake up with this autoimmune disease. Yes. It yeah. is important to pay attention to those signs. Cause yeah, perfectly so. Yeah. I mean, our body mm. does give us signs. You know, our, our right. body is a system that was built to react. Right. So pain is a good thing. Pain yes. It's exactly. a really good thing. We yep. just need to stop and pay attention to it. Yep. And take a step back, ask, ask questions, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, this is funny because I was, um, I've been talking with a lot of people, obviously clients. I just started with a new client yesterday. And one of the things that she mentioned was it's just information overload. So, mm. and there's a lot of information out there, you yes. know, as oh we gosh. all know, but how do you sift through it to figure mm. out what you should do, where to start. So, and that's another advantage, obviously working with a coach because, you know, a coach works specifically with you. This is all about you when we're working together, just to kind of, kind of crowd out the noise. Yeah. Simplify it and organize Mm -hmm. it in nice, simple steps. I feel like everybody, just like you said, it's information overload in all areas of everything right now, I feel in the world. I mean, it's like hitting us from like social media and TV and everywhere. Like, oh my gosh. Like, and sometimes you do, like you said, you have to take a step back and go, okay, let me figure out what my body needs. And sometimes don't you feel it's trial and error too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, the the best thing we could do is try and and journaling is a really important part too. I think that works for a lot of people, you know, because you don't know what didn't happen. You know, we got to record what's going on, you know, to, to, to kind of tie it back to what's working, what's not working, what needs to be tweaked. Um, So that's a big helper too, you know? Yeah. Yes. So question for you. Um, so type two, that can come on at any age, any time, right? Um, and possibly, hopefully go away Absolutely. Um, if it's treated properly. Mm-hmm. Now type one, what is the typical, when does that typically come on? What age? And is there ever yeah. a, a, an age where it's like, no, if you get past 40, you're good to go or... 
How does that work? No, you know, and I, yeah. I don't have the statistics on this, mm-hmm. but it is unbelievable the different ages of people, mm. men and women, being mm-hmm. diagnosed from children up to whatever age. Um, mm-hmm. There, there doesn't seem to be any rule, and there might be statistics where, where there, you know, there's an age range where it's more commonly diagnosed. Again, I don't have that in front of me, mm-hmm. but it's it used to be, you know, it used to be called. Um, juvenile diabetes, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's yep. what it was called when I was growing yeah. up because it was, it tended to be um, in, you know, the younger age, but now it's all over the place. Um, it's really mm-hmm. a sad state. Yeah, it really is. Um, so just another thing that we need to look closer at really what is going on with our systems and what's I would bet too that way. a lot of people don't get diagnosed for a long time, either age, it's not That's being aware true. of their bodies enough. To go, okay, something's wrong. I need to go to mm-hmm. the doctor. Not yeah. getting tested for it. So probably, yeah. gosh, I mean, they're suffering. So what are, what are your typical, I know you said uh, thirst, um, weight loss. What are some other symptoms? Um, and does it matter if it's type 1 or type 2 on the, on the symptoms? No, they can be the common. Again it's, again, it's individual. But, and okay. the, ex- the extreme... Um, Mm-hmm. feelings or symptoms. Again, it can be different for everybody. Um, okay. I've heard of type twos that have very similar, um, symptoms. Okay. But mm-hmm. maybe just, maybe just not as severe as type one. Okay. Um, you know, the best thing we can do is get these, you know, it is to get tested, you know, is to stay right. in touch when things don't feel quite right. You know, we should all be having an annual exam. We should be getting blood mm-hmm. work done every year. I'm a big believer right. in that. Yes. Um, even if you're 22, right? You yep. know, get the facts, get the information. Um, and if you're good to go, awesome. You're good for another year. Right. But find out, you know, ask right. the questions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's better to know um, as early as possible so you can prevent anything like, like you said, right. like the retinopathy, any of those mm-hmm. issues. So I noticed even in the, uh, when I was reading your bio about the menopause and I was like, yeah, I like, I hear you. So I would bet then if you have diabetes, that can really affect that because that's your hormones and Mm -hmm. cortisol and oh my gosh, that's going to be a hot mess. It sure (laughs) is. And you know, I want to respond to Suzanne. Yeah. Eye doctors and dentists. Yes, that is very true. Mm -hmm. Those are, those are other parts of our systems. Yes. That can show um, signs of high blood sugar and mm-hmm. obviously different eye exams and definitely our dental health. So thank you, Suzanne, for bringing that up. Yes. Yeah, that's great. So again, it's, it's, it, it takes a team of doctors to understand mm-hmm. their patients, what's different, what's looking different, what's showing up different, and then to, you know, to dive in a little bit deeper. Um, okay. So menopause, <laughs> yes, hormones. Um, yeah. you know, overall I did okay with <clears throat> menopause. I'm, I didn't have, it was a very slow progression. Perimenopause was my late 40s. So I'm 55 now. And, mm-hmm. but the last three years is when I was officially into menopause. And that mm-hmm. is when I started to see where my insulin sensitivity. So basically mm-hmm. I, I was needing more insulin. Uh-huh. Um, I, I need it. And I'm very routine. I eat very, you know, I eat very consistently healthy, active every day, sleep well, you know, I check all the boxes. And then suddenly, um, my basal, which is my morning time insulin, it was, it was I, I was needing more. I'm like, well, what the mm. heck? What's, what's going on with this? So 
again, it's a hormone, right? Um, yeah. In- insulin's a hormone and estrogen, mm-hmm. progesterone, testosterone, they're all hormones. So guess what? They all work together. Yeah. So when one's out of balance, it's going to then- show symptoms. Mm-hmm. And that is what happened with me. And I put on about eight pounds, which, mm. and you know, when at my age, I've always been active. It's like, well, where'd this waistline yeah. came up? Yeah. What, what, what happened? What changed? Yeah. So I had to put it all together and realize that that really was what, well, what it was. It, it was obviously, you know, the dropping of the um, hormones, which can naturally add weight for a woman. Um, mm-hmm. But then you add that with the extra insulin. And yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just a mixed bag of, um, it could be a mixed bag of mess if, right. if we don't really look at all the numbers and work with a doctor to get those, um, you know, those levels back into balance. So I've done that. So I've got everything in balance, um, lost the weight. Um, and I, I think I'm less cranky than I was. Years ago. <laughs> I guess I can ask the husband to be sure. Yeah. Right. Be like, so, Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I you think need my something of something. I don't know. But <laughs> I know, right? But, yeah, menopause is hard enough as it is, and then right. to add diabetes on top right. of it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's it's something. And then you talk at hot flashes. Well, it's like, well, you get low and high blood sugar makes you hot. So it's like, what? Yeah. Are you, you know, what is yes. this now? Right? So you wake up at two in the morning. Is it high blood sugar? Is it low blood sugar? Is it a hot flash? So. Yeah, just trying to figure out what it is and trying to kind of back into, um, you know, some obviously some better ways to support it, which is what I found out to do. Yeah, and it's almost like you do have to, you have to almost become your own doctor and and really take yeah. charge, right? And yeah, kind of attention. figure things out. And, mm-hmm. and, and so speaking of finding a good doctor too. Um, mm-hmm. I know, and I've had a few functional medicine doctors on the show and, what, how did you, do you have a great doctor? Do you have recommendations of how to find a doctor? There's definitely, I totally uh, support the functional medicine yeah. practices um, because again, they're looking at the whole body as one mm-hmm. system, which is what it should be. Um, yep. And it's a holistic, so holistic meaning whole body, you know, yes. that's all, that is what holistic means. And there's definitely, there's some sites out there that you can search for that type of doctor in your area. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think too, um, and we talked about information overload, but, you know, understanding your body, understanding mm-hmm. how you're feeling. And when you go to the doctor, you know, once you pick somebody that you, that, that you know, who's going to sit, listen, and, yes. you know, kind of pay attention to what you need, write down those questions. And yeah. if they're not spending the time with you, then mm-hmm. it might be time to find another doctor. Um, right. But know that you're important, know that your questions matter, um, and that you do deserve the best health care. So mm-hmm. I hope that answers the question. But yeah, you really have to seek um, and ask around, you know, talk to your girlfriends, you, sit, you know, when they're having success. So who are you going to? I know that's what we're mm-hmm. doing in my circle here in, in, in the town I lived in, mm-hmm. um, that I live in, is that we've helped each other, supported each other, and helped guide each mm-hmm. other to practitioners that really do can support us. So, Yeah, and yeah. I would think, too, it's best to be very proactive, which it's interesting because uh, someone just asked, did I miss the prevention part? Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> But thank you for your question. But yeah, Great question. So speaking of yes. being, uh, being proactive, 
um, whether you have it already or you're just trying to reduce those symptoms or just trying to avoid it altogether. So yes, what, um, what do you recommend as far as prevention? You know, the same things that, and you know, this is funny, I'm going to back up because, you know, I'm often asked, okay, you're a diabetic, you must have to eat like a diabetic. And I'm like, Mm. well, what does that mean? Right. So, but guess what? We should all be eating like a diabetic because it's Mm -hmm. being conscientious of what's on your plate. Obviously, lower carbs, and I definitely eat carbohydrates, but mm-hmm. it's understanding the quality of the carbohydrates, mm-hmm. um, including some protein and healthy fats. It's okay, ladies, we need to eat those fats. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was on that bandwagon <laughs> for many years, avoiding the fat, thinking I was doing myself a, a I favor. I know, yeah. But hormonally, we, we need that. They support us. They support brain function and all that. But it's really, it's being in tune with your daily habits, um, having love and joy and support in your life, sleeping well, hydration, Mm -hmm. moving Mm -hmm. the body. I know this is all boring stuff, but (laughs) But it's so important. Yeah. It's what works and it's what our, (laughs) it's what our body responds to. And I have to let the dog out. Yeah. You let that dog, you, he is having a fit. He is having a fit. He's like, I'm not staying on this Instagram live. Get me out of here. <laughs> too much, I too much estrogen I, talk going on. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, like you said, it might seem like boring stuff of eat well, eat balanced meals, that you know. Mm-hmm. But it's such a good point. It's what we mm-hmm. should all be doing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. There's some great Good. questions coming in here. Are there healthy sugar alternatives? I, that's a question I'm asked a lot. Well, you know, and I'm a believer, and this may sound um, kind of ironic, but it's, I'm a big, big believer in real food, even real sugar, even if you have diabetes, yes, because too, there, yeah. might, there might be ways um, that you can kind of mix that into say your coffee or your tea or whatever. And it's, mm-hmm. it's obviously portion size, you know, you're not going to put two tablespoons of honey in your coffee. That wouldn't work too well with the blood sugar, <laughs> but it's sure it's definitely going to be the pink stuff and the blue stuff and all of the, mm-hmm. those carcinogenic fake, the fake foods. Mm-hmm. Um, coconut sugar is a good option. You know, there's, there's definitely, you know, there's definitely yeah. some options, but it's just being aware of what you can have in relation to the meal or the drink that you're about to consume, basically. So it's, yeah. it's just having that awareness. Yeah. Stevia is my favorite. I love the liquid. Stevia is good. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But, and, and I love that you said that. Like the real stuff is good because the fake stuff can cause even more issues. It can, so, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, mm-hmm. it actually tricks our liver into thinking over time. It can trick our liver into thinking it's sweet. So that increases right. those sweet cravings, which is obviously not any, not something anybody wants is more sweet cravings. But when you're living with something compromising your blood sugar, you definitely need, that's not something you want to throw into the mix. So I thought someone else had asked another question while I'm scrolling back. Um, There was one in prevention. It was right before that. Wendy guessed. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, did he wants to... Did you want to come up on stage? I was like, I doctors. God, there was something else. I must have missed it. Um, let me look here. I was checking my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm looking too. <laughs> does anybody else have questions? I was trying to think if, I, yeah. if I've forgotten anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you do provide one-on-one coaching. 
Yes, that is definitely my number one thing that I'm doing right now. Um, I have had group group coaching in the past, Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping to get that going in January. So that's a a new platform that I just started. So that is going to be fun to get that organized. Um, I do have a, I have a, I have a private Facebook group. It's called Diabetes is Delicious. So I've got a a lot of amazing ladies in there and we definitely focus on food, but it's a lot of different things um, surrounding the day-to-day with diabetes. So definitely. um, And I would think that it's so great to be part of a community like that. So you don't feel that you're alone Absolutely, you can ask questions and ask their opinion like, oh, well, hey, so-and-so tried this. Let me, maybe I'll try that too. Yeah, so that's great. That's great to have that. Someone had asked about fruit. Fruit. That's a great question too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a blog about that too because that was a top topic. Not too. It's, it's always a topic, but um, you've got to know your fruits, right? There's definitely mm-hmm. lower glycemic fruits. So my favorites are berries. So you know the blackberries, the blueberries, the strawberries. Mm-hmm. Um, strawberries. Yeah, I, I did say that. And raspberries. <laughs> oh. And the melons, melons tend to be higher in sugar. So watermelon, cantaloupe, you know, the honeydews Mm -hmm. and all of that. So it's really understanding what can work and how you can maybe combine it with some other foods. But generally speaking, eating fruit by itself is a good solution for low blood Mm -hmm. sugar because it Mm -hmm. will get our blood sugar up higher. But when you want to add it to other meals, um, say you have an apple with a handful of fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, a handful of nuts, or mm-hmm. you have a banana. Banana is very high glycemic. I know a lot of diabetics mm. probably know that. That's not a that's not a surprise. Um, and you know, just smearing some almond butter on that um, half a banana. You know, again, uh, okay. that's a good balanced way to eat a banana, um, and it's going to satisfy you a lot more too. Not only does it taste good, but mm-hmm. it's going to fill you up. It's going to be more satiating. So, so it seems like the key is to have just very good balanced meals and snacks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's one of the things that I offer in my, um, I have a lot of um, free downloads that just kind of show, I actually mm-hmm. have a best foods um, list, which again, nice. that may sound funny, but it's really good suggestions that a lot of people don't necessarily, rec- you know, think of. Right. And, and of course, vegetables is just a long list because there are no bad vegetables. There's oh, definitely... Nice. There's definitely starchy vegetables like potatoes and carrots and peas. They tend to be starchier. They're going to affect our blood sugar, but you can still manage that and combine them. Um, Again, balance. Balance is probably my number one word. Yeah, exactly. And um, what about bread? That's a question, right? (laughs) Again, you just, you've got to know your bread, you know? Right. Um, Obviously, the worst is probably a white wonder bread right because it's yes. just it's just made from a very poorly processed flour mm-hmm. and it just it turns to sugar it just instantly turns to sugar so again you want a bread that's got more you know some nuts and seeds um okay pumpernickel rye tend to be better um a sprouted wheat tends to be better mm. um again you have to find out what works for you some are better than others i've seen some cauliflower mm. um Oh, it's yes. like a flat bread. I found yep. those recently. Oh my goodness. Yep. That's, that's like my go-to now. Really yeah, good. Whole Foods and Sprouts, I think, carries that. I can think mm-hmm. of the name. It's got a cute name. I can't remember it. But yeah. I actually use it to make pizzas too. Oh, there you go. They're yeah. so good. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. this, when I was RVing full-time and I was out in San Diego and, and who'd have thunk it that at this 
RV park. They had the best pizza I've ever had. It was cauliflower <laughs> crust. I was like, what? But it was mm-hmm. so good. And you wouldn't have, like, if they hadn't said that it was made from cauliflower crust, I wouldn't have you known. You wouldn't have known it? Right. No. So there's so right. many great, it's kind of the same thing with technology. There's been advancements just in food itself. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So with diabetes, it doesn't mean you can't have dessert. You just have to. Oh, no. And you know, that's my, and again, it's all about factoring it into what you're going to be eating. So, right. and I have a whole, that's one of my free downloads too, that I can definitely connect the audience here too. Um, I, I was a baker growing up. So diagnosed with, di- actually before I was diagnosed. So I used to love to bake and I still love to bake. So yeah. I've been able to take the traditional recipes. I'll just use banana bread. Um, you know, pumpkin banana bread is my, one of my specialties. Oh, so good. Right. And you think <laughs> of it and you're like, oh my gosh, that's going to shoot my blood sugar up. Well, guess yeah. what? If you saw mm-hmm. the recipe that I've created, um, and it's just a basic recipe, but I've alternated some of the ingredients. Almond flour is my go-to because mm-hmm. it is so much more glow glycemic. It's got yeah. some protein, magnesium, much better for the body and the blood sugar. And you combine it with other, against balanced ingredients. That pumpkin banana bread is definitely oh God, something we can so have. Good. Especially right yeah. now. It's like I pumpkin know. everything right now. I know. I this it, is my favorite time of year, right? Yeah. I think yesterday I, I found some uh, pumpkin almonds or something like that. I was like, oh, oh they were wow. so good. Pumpkin Fun. everything. Yeah. Well, we have a lot in common because I'm actually a French pastry chef. And I, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. And I trained in Paris. And so I, wow. and actually in Europe, they, at least with the uh, French pastries, we use a lot of almond flour, hazelnut okay. flour. Um, Castle flour. That's another good one. Yeah. Even, um, pistachio. I mean, there's all sorts. So some mm-hmm. of their, some of their desserts are not loaded with sugar as much as well, like here. Like if you go to the grocery store here in the U S and you're going to get a birthday cake, you're getting, you're getting a ton of sugar. You sure are. Yeah, you sure exactly. Are. Yeah. And the flour and everything. So do you eat, um, are you mainly plant-based then? No, absolutely not. Okay. No, we, um, and my husband is type one diabetic as well. That's part okay. of the conversation we didn't even talk about. So yeah, David oh. is his name and mm. we live very similar lifestyles. We love delicious food and healthy food. Um, you know, we just eat good quality sourced meat and fish. Mm-hmm. So we are, we, we eat it all. We eat Good. It. Yeah. Again. So it doesn't mean you're restricted. It doesn't mean you just have to, like you said, balance. You just have yeah. to. Just and again, know for what everybody, is. that's kind of, I don't have diabetes, but I still eat very similar. I don't, mm-hmm. I just don't. I love yeah. to hear that. Yeah, I don't definitely. go on too, you know, yeah. extreme yeah. with anything. Right. Oh, and that, and that kind of, <laughs> we all do. Maybe this that's last right. weekend when that's I was in right. Nashville, I might have. <laughs> Well, we got to live a little, right? Yeah, exactly. Give ourselves a little bit exactly. of um, staying And you know what? The, the human body is so amazing. I mean, yes, the human body can get sick. It can get ill at the same time. It can, it's amazing how it can repair itself. Oh, if yeah. you, if you do all, if you do the things to feed it and support it, it can bounce back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. Yes. Um, it is built to support us. Yeah. Our yes. body is just beautifully designed. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, someone said, I'd love the recipe. Okay. Well, you know, and I'm going to suggest that um, anybody that's here in the chat that wants to connect with me, you know, just send me a quick message on um, inside the DM and introduce yourself and I'll send over those recipes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So you can be Easy followed on in- Instagram, what, Blood Sugar Boss, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Great mm-hmm. name. And Thank then um, Facebook, are you the same, Blood Sugar Boss? I'm, it, um, it's my name, Melissa Slemp. Um, okay. And my, my business name is Abundant Health with Melissa. So that's my website okay. as well. Abundant Health with Melissa. And then yeah. you've got some freebies on there, you said. You I gotta- sure do. I sure do. Yeah. Um, and then if yeah. anyone is interested in coaching with you, then they just contact you on any of those channels. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a quick, you know, the easiest way is, is just to send me a DM and um, we can set up a quick chat just to talk about where they are and where they want to be and what their current struggle is and see if I can help support them. You are so awesome. Oh, I appreciate the time. This yeah. has been, I'm just loving all these people in here. I know. I, I know. love Thanks. the questions. Let's, let's and- have a blessed day. Yes. 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 All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. And Melissa, you were amazing. And oh, thank you, Wendy. So so grateful that you're you're sharing your gifts with the world. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everyone, have okay. a great rest of Tuesday. Yes. Enjoy. Many blessings, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another great episode of the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. Before we part ways, just a few quick reminders of how you and I can connect outside of this fabulous show. Number one, join the Midlife Makeover Club. It's our private Facebook community for all things related to midlife, relationships, health, mindset, and more. You will receive episode updates, interview clips of the show, Instagram live videos, wise words from Wendy, and of course, some wacky words from Wendy. Basically, anything to help you live, love, and laugh through midlife. Just go to the midlifemakeoverclub.com and request to join. We would love to have you. Number two, join us for the next Instagram Live show. The cool thing about IG Lives is that you can meet new guests and ask questions live on the show. How cool is that? Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on live shows on my profile. Number three, check out my Midlife Makeover Method online course available at midlifemakeovermethod.com. In this fabulous four-week online course presented by your hostess of the Midlife Mostess, you will embark on an awesome journey of transformation. I will help you discover your number one wish, uncover your why, and get you taking action towards creating a life you love. Over four weeks, we will go through four phases of seed to flight. You will walk away with a midlife metamorphosis.